Hello and happy hump day. Welcome back to the Women S podcast. Today, Jen and I are beginning part one of a two-part series where we're going to talk everything manifestation. Today's episode, we're going to just kind of scratch the surface, talk about what we believe manifestation is, how we practice it in our lives. And next week, we're going to give you some tools and tips and tricks to begin your own manifestation journey if you haven't already. So hold on to your butts and enjoy. Do you need to get pumped up? Do you feel pumped up? I'm pumped. I feel so I'm d- I can't pumped. pump too hard. Oh, yeah. I Well, I got some secret sauce. I drank mine. I got a caramel macchiato with only one and a half pumps of vanilla. Well, I never drink caffeine. And you hear that? ASMR. It sounds like a soda. It's a cold brew. It's a cold brew. It's a salted cold brew salted caramel Splash. or what no um probably just sea salt like a with a little bit of honey syrup and a splash of oat milk where did you go wild Going root wild wild root in downtown boise shout out <laughs> this is not an affiliate <laughs> but it could be but why not is wild i think wild root is woman owned too oh man shout out wild root i also got some delicious avocado toast but uh, that's neither here nor there um how are you doing on this fine friday friday Friday, I'm good. I um, I have had a headache for a few days, and so that's always a bummer. It but is a bum hair. I know. You got some bum hairs I on do. that headache. Your hairs are great. No, they do need a haircut. Just one of them, or all, all of them? them. <laughs> <laughs> so Damn. clever. It's not. Um. Yeah. But anyway, that's. I mean, great. I'm otherwise fantastic. How are you? Right? Yeah. I'm on one, but I told you that. We yeah. spent a good amount of time before this. La, la, la. Check me. How many t- how many point turns oh do you gosh. think that parallel park yeah. was? Okay, guys. Picture oh this. gosh. It's so good. I was parked across the street. How long uh, were you there for? I had been there for about five minutes. So you were there for the whole thing. Yeah, and then I see Jen pull up <laughs> and start her parallel parking. And dear God. And it was a part. I I could have pulled in. Yeah, she could have pulled in face first, but ass backward. Ass backward. It was funny. It took several shots. I had to pull back. Pull in. Pull forward. But if I'm being honest, about my own parking job this week, that um, five minutes before it was equal. It was worse because I actually went up onto the sidewalk. And there is a reason for that. I am generally a pretty good parallel parker, yeah, but there I was something confusing in my situation that I don't want to explain because it's just neither here nor there. But it was an illusion. Yeah, there was an illusion. But anyway, both of us were incredibly bad. But I got to witness Jen, so that was funny. Well, <laughs> for me. <laughs> so, because I think I really do think I'm a very good parallel park. Like I can get it like. Yeah. yeah. And usually I'm there. Yeah. Like, Graviola does a great job. I just was, my head was somewhere else. And here was, I caught myself in the moment. I was eating a cashew cup, yeah. chocolate cup. And so I was just like, Oh, I was watching you. I know you were. <laughs> Mid-bite, I turn over and I see you just staring at me. I'm like, fudge. 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 Um, oh, what was I going to say? 
Oh, oh do you get, I get so like insecure, hot immediately upon making Parallel a mistake because I think other people are watching me and I actually oh. take a lot of pride in parallel parking. Yeah. And so when I mess up, when I flub it, it's, I get, my ego is just like a mm, little shot. Yeah. And so I was just immediately on fire. My whole body was sweating. I feel that. Yeah. <sighs> I just, I, so I used to drive a car that was like covered in bumper stickers no bumper sticks on this one. But if I could get one, it would say, I'm a, I'm typically a good driver. <laughs> or like, I'm typically a good parker. That way, if I'm ever having a day where people are like, what? You're a terrible driver, terrible parker. I'll be like, but I'm typically. But typically. Today's an exception. I, that's but then funny. people would like know your car. You know, they'd be like, oh, there's the car that says they're a good driver. Yeah, but every, every time, time I see I them, see they're like, <laughs> <laughs> she's driving up under the curb. And yeah, I just, you know. plants. I don't know. Anyway, we yeah. made it. We made it. Here we are. We're downtown. Here. Yeah, we made a friend today, Mary. Mary, yep. Mary, if it. you're listening, you found the podcast. Holler. <laughs> it's always nice to like run into other women in this space because I feel like it's pretty male dominated. Right. Like down the hall, men. Well, down the hall also, though, there is the, um, oh, the, bar- the barber shop that's yeah. owned by my friend April. Maybe we should interview them. Yeah. I feel like we need to interview, not Mary Mary. We need to interview Mary sometime. Sure. I feel like she'd be great. Sure. We always go up and there's this like, so where we could get, I just have such a vision for the space. I feel like that could be like the social area. You know, you've like, anyways, but we go and you can get your tea, your water, whatever. And bless her. There's just all open windows. It's great. She's got great natural lighting. But every time it's like inevitable that you just you, eye contact. Yeah. You always get eye contact with her. And I feel like we've never met her until today, but yeah. I always want to just make a face on her window. Right. Or like write something like it says, Hi, we're Jen and Katie. What's your name? <laughs> you know, and then she comes up to our window and yeah. she like writes it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe we should start doing that. That would be so cool. Um, you know what we haven't done in a while? What? High low buffs. <laughs> Is this a good do you have space for this? That's what our therapist tells me and Luke to ask each other. Sure, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, you go first, though. Burn. Okay. Turn the tables. Hi. Okay, hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. It's me. Um, are you singing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably, okay, you asked me about this earlier, and I told you, because we talked about too much before this. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised we even have anything to talk about right now. Right. <laughs> but well, we'll find it. Yeah. That's how you know. Friendship. Um, I really feel the cold brew kicking into my system. <laughs> I can see it's like can your ner- you your nerves are on the surface Ooh, of your skin zinging. Aren't your nerves typically on the surface of your well, skin? Well, like outside of it. Wait, do you remember the fact I told you earlier this week or did you not listen to that message? No, I did. What fact did I tell you? Because you said I was penises. this. <laughs> was it about penises? Have you seen New Girl? With Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. And she's like, peonish. <laughs> yeah. Peonish. Pianist. Penis. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I forget what it was, though. The nerve endings. Oh, yeah. That yes. they have two to 3,000 nerve endings. Yes. We in our clitoral region have eight. Tetra. <laughs> eight to 9,000, but in our canal... <laughs> That good vaginal. The, the V canal. Only a few. They can't even count them. And yeah. when, actually, when you did tell me that, I was like, oh. Makes sense. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, poor ba- mm-hmm. poor girls, women, not girls, women. women. Yeah. But also think about like if you're giving birth, <gasps> if you had that many. Oh, in I your just, vagina, vagina. My um, <laughs> this story is so <laughs> weird, but it's something that my budge, my best, my budge that is my best friend. We call each other budge. That um, <laughs> my dad wrote me a card once. <laughs> And it was for my birthday, and my budge and I always bring this up (laughs) when we think about vaginas, which, when we talk about vaginas. Anyway, he was like, I remember. This was in a card. How old were you? 35 years ago, when you came out of your mom's vagina, (laughs) (laughs) and he spelled it (laughs) V-I-V-G-I-N-A. Vagina. 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 Yeah, so anyway, that... This is a story that we always talk about now. Like, your vagina. Your vagina. <laughs> anyway, like, when my so sister weird. and I, we would go on our girls' road trips with my mom every summer. We're like in the middle of nowhere, Montana, Wyoming, something like that. And we're at McDonald's. <laughs> and I think my mom had like threatened. It was one of those road trips where you're at the point of the trip where your parents are threatening to leave you yeah. in the middle of Wyoming. Yeah. And my sister i don't know if she's like talking to somebody or someone but, but you know like when you're young you meet a friend in the ball pit at mcdonald's your best friends for that hour mm-hmm. and then you never talk to each other again but this gal was like yeah where are you from she's like i'm from idaho she's like where are you from she's like i'm from vagina <laughs> <laughs> and my sister goes we're all from vaginas you know she's like mom i don't care aren't we all from vaginas Virginia. Oh, I was yeah. trying to find it. Yeah. Oh so now God. we'll be, we'll be yeah. I'm from vagina. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. Oh. Did I say it was at my high? Oh, no. I was like, what about yeah, no, learning that the vagina has... Okay. Six to, no, that's, that's not my height. That, okay. <laughs> so let's start that again. <laughs> that was like my knowledge of the week. Okay. You know? okay. No, my high was <clears throat> we met who I would love to have on the podcast. Uh, intuitive reader. Okay. On Sunday. Yeah. You asked me how it was. Where did you guys go? Did you guys, for some reason I pictured you guys at a restaurant, which I know that is, oh. I don't know why. Wait, did I tell you? Where no. Did, okay. No Waste Market. Oh, you chain. did. It's okay. It's like in a back room. It's really cool. That's the back room I was talking about Wait, in, on what? our teams. I was like, remember I said we should have a, a oh, gathering big room. at the Zero Waste Market. Yes. Like, so she needs to decide of that. Okay. We should totally do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Park it. Okay, so yeah. the intuitive. Yes, so what Susan, was, I think we should have her on the podcast. She's awesome. So Lauren, who's going to be on our podcast next week, told me about her because she and her husband went to her. They met her, I think, at Zero Waste Market. And, yeah, anyways, they had a really cool experience. So Luke and I signed up to meet with her. And it's, like, whatever you think, I mean, psychics, astrology, energy yeah i know like even my husband's a little skeptical yeah but he and i did it together and she can it's just so interesting like she just totally can read energy like she can even read with luke and some people are like well no duh like if you're really mindful of being with a person like you can read someone's energy but like she started kind of like you said when you met with a psychic and she told you the book she was you were reading actually you didn't tell me the story because i told you to stop talking yeah. <laughs> and said we need something to talk about but she started off like she didn't really know anything about us except for that we have a little boy like that's it because i told her 
She's like, well, what do you want to know? We talked a little bit just about how we were feeling about it. And I think I just started off like I wanted to ask all these questions about like my career and our lifestyle as a family, what was ahead for us, how I can show up for my partner, how I can show up for my team, how I can show up for myself, for Theo. And so I started off with like a very general question of how can I show up, yeah, for my family right now. Like we have a lot of changes going on. We've got a little boy that like we really want to be there for him. I want to know about like our family. Are we going to be growing our family? Where we're going to be living? Because this whole moving thing just has like effing with my mind. And she is so cool. It's just like so cool. I wish I could have had a fly on wall just watching her in action. Did you guys record, like, uh, tape record it? Should I have? Yeah. I was going to ask her if I could have recorded our conversation. I was like, man, that's weird. Oh, dang it. So next time I should. Next time. Yeah. Next time. Well, if she lets should you. Have. If she. I'm I mean, sure she would. But. I feel like mine was very simple. Not simple, but like straightforward. Straight like the first one was um she's like closed her eyes and she's like mm, mm -hmm. basically she said that what i'm doing right now she's like i'm reading that it feels really good to you like that things feel really good and they do feel really good but i think we talked about this of like the season is slowing down it's like it's almost like when it feels good i'm wondering if i'm not doing something right because i feel like it should be stressful and like frantic mm probably could navigate why I feel that way but she's like I would say if this feels good to you like if it's not broke don't fix it she's like just keep showing up the way you're showing up so to me it answered all my questions of like I'm showing up the way I need to for my partner for me for Theo in my jobs whatever yeah but then she brought up like some personal stuff like family and I couldn't believe it like she was spot on Spot on. Like, like with your extended family. My extended family. Cause she, oh, and she even said, she's like, I feel like, like, with what you have going on in, like, your inner family is solid. And just, like, yeah, I mean, we all have our shit, right? But I just couldn't believe that she, like, it's very specific. Yeah. Okay. It was wild. And so she, basically the premise, like, the outcome of it, she did an energy healing on me. And, like cleaned out my chakras and she told me <laughs> a little pat on my back I don't know if you get a pat on your back for this but she came up behind me and she was like cleaning out my chakras she was like helping me to open up through like my heart solar my heart chakra and um she's like oh you're very good at this I was like I'm very good at this <laughs> you know yeah. like it was just cool and mm -hmm. and like sh it was really just incredible and then to see Luke go through it that's why I'm saying you and Brandon should be in the room together. Okay. It's just really cool to see, like, a different side of Luke. Like, he's mindful, but this is different for him. And she really, like, it, we went out for lunch together afterwards. So I'd say, like, make it a date. Yeah. Because then we just talked about it and, like, how What did he, he think about it? Um, first, he was a little skeptical going into it. But for him, there's a lot of clarity. Like, he just had some... Things going into it. What? I don't know. I did she talk about past lives? Did what? Did you tell okay, me that? Okay, wait. She not with me, but okay. with him. He was like a monk or something. Ooh. Yeah, and she told him to research. Oh my gosh, what's it called? And oh, fudge. I I'm not even gonna give any context because I'm gonna say it and then I'll just I'll know what it is. Not the Taj Mahal. Mm, I'm gonna have to look it up. But okay. she's like, look up this. 
And so then in my mind, I'm like, we need to go travel and visit it. It's in India. And okay. it needs to come to my brain, and I can't get it to come. But yeah, he's basically like a monk, and it's just cool. Huh. Like, I'm really, I think you should go, and I'm excited to hear what okay. they say. That was the longest explanation. That was my high. I like it. I went into the week, and it was my high because I went into the, into the week. And I feel like it's been kind of like a, I don't know, how would you say your week was like, yay, or like, meh? Um, or in between? In between. In yeah. between. Like, beginning of the week, energy I was reading off my classes is, like, Monday and Tuesday just kind of, like, karate punched everyone in the gut. Okay. But I felt nothing, like, super exciting or good had happened, but I felt like I could be the positive energy that they needed. Nice. Because my energy was cleaned. Yeah. And I was just ready to rev each other, rev everyone up. Nice. That's my high. Okay. (laughs) As I took, what, 10 minutes to explain it? That's fine. Yeah. What was your low? Oh, <laughs> mm. what was my low? Well, I've got a herbosaurus on my face again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, probably that. Okay, I think that. What else happened this week? Nothing. No, house hunting is just frustrating me. Yeah, it's not the bee's knees right now, but no. that's okay. When it feels right, we'll know. Right. So that's the good thing. It's that, but then you start to like question yourself. You know, like. Am I overthinking this? Are my expectations too high? Mm. Mm. What was your high-low? Well, what was your buffalo? Good Lord. Oh, my like, gosh. Well, I just need time <laughs> to, like, think about some of these. Um, my buffalo was, oh, you know who came out with the song today? Justin Timberlake. No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, I guess he didn't come out with it because it's probably... I don't even know. I don't even want to look at how old it is. Probably 20 years old. Um, Little John oh. <laughs> and Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think get low. Did you what, listen to it? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, we did a dance party to it this morning. You and Theo? Me and Theo. Okay. Yeah, we we're going to be, we we're working on breath work. And then my friend sent it to me. But you know who's coming out with a meditation album next week? No. Little Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He is. Okay. So, anyways, I guess that's my buffalo. Okay, what was your high? My high. Well, I told you this, but last, I guess it's already been a week. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah, it's in the last week. I have been in a drought. I can't find a job. My photography's kind of dried up. I do, I just feel like there's, I'm just like in this season of, uh, Maybe the universe is trying to teach me something. Mm. Anyway, I am like, my bank account, okay, I am married, so I do have, like, uh, finances. But my personal bank account, Mm -hmm. in the negative, okay? Mm -hmm. The day before this, I was like, and we're going to talk about this today, about uh, working on manifesting. And I was like, I'm just going to make, like, a small list of things I want to manifest. And, like, steer away from these big life-changing things. And on that list was just like enough money to cover my negative account. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I don't have a job and I don't have any photo shoots on the books. So we did our podcast and then I came, I went home and I had an envelope from Allstate that I almost threw away because it was like, you know, one of those mm-hmm. ones that looks like a, 
um, a promotion or something yes. that said immediately open, which yeah. I always ignore. And don't my advice to you: don't ignore. This is those. what you're you're supposed to learn <laughs> from this experience: is don't ignore all the envelopes that say that. So I open it, and there was a five hundred dollar check in there for me. I know. That's supposed to be money, money, <laughs> money, honey. Um, which covered my negative balance and gave me just a little cushion yeah, in there. Yeah. yeah, it felt so good. I was like, okay, I can do universe. This. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Oh, and the five hundred dollars was so random. I got in a. I was hit in August in I was my say, car. How long ago was yeah. that? I. This woman hit me in a parking. Here she goes. Here. She goes. <laughs> a sneeze. <laughs> I kind of made I it stop. Saying, here she goes because we're in a parking oh, lot. Here she goes. Oh no, I was about to hit me. Sneeze. Yeah. Oh no. So this woman hit me mm-hmm. in a parking lot, and then she lied about what happened. And so Karma. our my I had to pay my deductible, and I didn't think that it was ever gonna be resolved because they never believed my. She completely lied, and so they didn't really believe my story. And uh, the police didn't come because it was on private property. Mm. So anyway, but they apparently... They believed you. They figured it out. And they went to court and took it to all... Like the, she took you to court? All state. All state like took the it to insurance court. companies went went at it, I guess, which is part How of the process. How did they go to court without you guys being there? I think it is part of... It's like some part of this process that well, goes nice on behind the scene. And so they sent me my check. Anyway, okay, that was my high, my low... What was my low? Who knows? Not seeing me on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> well, my low is having this headache. I know. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm proud of you. I would not even know. Yeah, it's not terrible. If it was terrible, I wouldn't be moving my face. Okay. Yeah. And I then, can, like, see it, like, maybe, like, right Yeah. My there, dead eyes. Else. <laughs> Your eyes aren't dead, though. It's just, like. This is what I look like when I have a headache. And Brandon's always like, uh-oh. I'll do it. Hold on. How's that look? It's good. Pretty scary. (laughs) Okay, my buffalo. Oh, okay, I know. I've just been watching Who's the Boss reruns. Oh. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. I encourage you to watch Who's the Boss. It's such good fun. Even Brandon likes it. Tony Danza. Who's the Boss? Judith Light. It's a 1980s. Alyssa Milano is a little kid. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll it's have to good. check it out. I feel like you watch these shows that I just can't, I can't catch up on. It's bachelor season. Oh, no. And I know it's bad for me. I know I don't enjoy it. But yet there's something, it's like going back to an ex that you know is not for you anymore. Like you've outgrown them. Yeah. Like they weren't the worst. Like they didn't treat you bad. You know, it's just like you're like, eh, you were fun. Like we had our fling. But there's something about them that's just so comforting. Hmm. I need to find need something to find I can it. commit to TV-wise that gets me away from them. Same. Maybe it's who's the boss or what's the boss. Who's what the it? boss? Who's the boss? Oh, man. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay, let's get into it then. Okay. Because Good. Lord knows. You and I just call us Kathy because we are chatty. Manifestation. Yeah. I want to open up with just the first... What are your thoughts on manifestation? Like, do you believe in it? We always ask our guests, what are they manifesting for themselves? And you kind of dropped some cookie crumbs that I picked up that you have, that this is not black and white for you. There's like some other thoughts. 
yeah. Okay. Listen, I do Confess. I believe in manifestation? Absolutely. Yeah, you got some money in your account uh, last yeah. week. But I don't love the um, kind of the rhetoric around manifestation mm-hmm. or the feelings it evokes because it's like yeah. I feel like it dumbs it down. And I really believe it is a spiritual like our thought around it yeah. dumbs it down. Or just like I'm manifesting. What a, I'm manifesting like this Malibu dream house or yeah. I just think that there's so much more to it, and it's kind of a sacred, a sacred like almost rite of passage, or like a Ooh. sacred um, journey that we're on on this life. I think we're manifesting constantly, whether mm-hmm. it is stuff we don't want or stuff we do want. I just think I don't know. Just the word manifestation, I think, carries for me kind of a not negative connotation but kind of like a fruit loop woo-woo connotation Mm -hmm. and I just think that there's so much more to it so yeah I absolutely believe in it I just don't like the I don't like it if I'm like bringing it up to somebody who is not woo-woo and Mm. they're like oh my god manifestation it's like no that's it's not that there's so much more to what I believe it is yeah that was vague (laughs) <laughs> no, but I think that, especially because we hear, it's a buzzword, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm manifesting this. I'm manifesting that. And I think it's up for interpretation of how each person views that. For some people, manifesting is, like, journaling what they want. Some people, it's sitting in meditation, thinking about what they want, creating a vision board. Um, but I think, ultimately, what did I say to you? I heard someone... I heard it, it was on a podcast I was listening to. Oh, and I had to text it to you because I really liked this. And, which, it's interesting because now that I'm reading this, you're talking about how it's, like, spiritual in your eyes. Or no? Uh, uh, it's like, yeah, in a way. I mean, yes, but also, no. I also think that there's, like, really science-backed yeah. proof that there is that manifestation is an actual practice and is something that we can we can do and it's so much more than vision boards it's so much more than just like looking in the mirror and talking positively to yourself there's so much more to it and it's it's actually very in my opinion a very cool deep um thing and not just like the energy of christmas morning it's like you know you're manifesting like a lava lamp for Christmas or just like that energy of like (laughs) I don't know if that I don't know yeah well it's like no I think it totally makes sense because so what I sent you because I would agree with you I think manifestation it's like a recipe it's like part spirituality right there's this belief that something bigger can exist something that the belief that like anything is possible if you will And then there's this portion of strategic planning. There's this portion of like um, being aware of self and recognizing what what your power is playing into this. Is it the power of thought? Is it the power of like um, outlining what the, what do they call it? Like not problem solving, but like what could go right? And what are the challenges or hurdles that you might run into? Yeah. And so this, I really liked this manifestation is less spiritual and more how you show up in the world. So it's like 
how do you prepare yourself or how do you show up and be an active participant in this strategy or game plan of trying to manifest something? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I believe that manifestation is a direct reflection of your inherent self-worth. And Ooh, wait, so, say that again. Say it again. I need to digest that. Uh, that manifestation <laughs> is a direct reflection of your subconscious self-worth. Mm. Mm. So not always something that is on the surface that we can't, maybe we don't even realize where we're mm-hmm. in low self-worth, but I believe that and I'm going to have a disclaimer. There are like systematic systems of abuse mm-hmm. or things that you are not like bringing into your life, like right. domestic abuse or, you know, any sort of abuse. I don't think that you are manifesting that. I think right. people have free will and people behave badly. But in general, whatever is showing up in your life, you are actively manifesting that. You, that is. What is showing up in your life is a direct reflection of what you believe that you are worthy of. Interesting. That's my belief. Which is not the same as everything happens for a reason. Right. Right. But maybe things show up for you, like, I think you said this while we were recording, but that things show up for you to maybe show you or teach you something sometimes. Like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Right. I mean, for example, like, I am actively working on my um, financial abundance mindset. I have nothing. Like, I am on a rock bottom. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that is kind of a direct... I feel like there is an interplay between what you are calling in, what you really want on an authentic level, and the universe kind of co-creating with you Mm -hmm. and maybe showing... For me, for example, is like showing me where I still have work to do Mm -hmm. showing me where I have lack or where I'm in low self-worth yeah and yeah I I mean so I don't think that I am like I don't believe that I'm not worthy of having a job and that's like what's being manifested right now but I believe that there's just something that I am like actively Mm -hmm. learning that I am the universe is kind of pushing me out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. out of the nest a little bit until you learn this just because I'm asking for it too like I actively Mm. am asking to learn these things Mm. what do you think it's trying to show you what do you what do you think you're supposed to be learning from this or what do you feel like you're learning from this I I think that I mean I don't know have you ever heard of to be magnetic on yeah so yeah you've sent me yeah Yeah. the basic concept of her work Lacey Phillips is um, the universe is only how does she say it? The universe's only intention is to bring you back to your inherent self-worth, like your full worthiness, your Mm -hmm. authentic worth. Like that's our whole purpose here on this planet. Like we go through those first years where we're, those are huge years and how we are programmed as human beings. And whether you're getting all your needs met or Mm. you're in a safe environment, there's so much that's going on in those first seven years of life that we kind of skim over as adults. Mm -hmm. We don't realize how important those years are. But a lot of self-worth and it kind of either makes or breaks us in a way, those Mm. first seven years. And so I think 
I think right now it's just for me I is learning that I am worth what I want to be creating financially or mm. otherwise and I think the universe is just pushing me closer to like yeah just like getting back to who I actually mm. was born as which mm. is a wow. worthy being yeah I didn't realize like I started doing TBM work about three years ago. And I don't know if anybody in our community, I think Amber does it a little bit. Yeah. But, um, the, you know, they have this podcast and every week it's like, there'll be somebody on that's like, I manifested, you know, this dream job. I'm making $150,000 more than, I mean, every week there's somebody yeah. on there that's like, telling their story and that is so inspiring and okay I don't like me like I, it's a legit yeah sounds inspiring it's not like I just manifest yeah, this yeah. showed up in my bank account right but I'm three years in and like I have struck it has been like the most beautiful experience but also the hardest experience and I think the biggest thing is like realizing how I've been showing up in the world one way like pretty mm -hmm. confident individual but learning like oh my gosh I have so much I have so much low self-worth in so mm. many areas of my life that I didn't even realize mm. anyway that's what I think wow. manifestation is I just think it's a lot bigger and deeper than we like it's more it than the power for. of thought yeah I mean I think the power of thought is important yeah it's I an changing your yeah your mindset is mm -hmm. absolutely important if you're just like waking up in a negative space every day and you stay in that space and that becomes your kind of personality then yeah you're not mm. really I don't think gonna see right a totally. real big change yeah we can't just think things into existence yeah I believe yeah I mean I think power of thought is absolutely powerful right. and I think it is absolutely it can be it can even be like a launching pad right if you change the way you view yourself you change the way you value yourself change the way that you view your circumstances like that could be a launching pad for taking yeah. action yep. into manifesting or creating can i ask yeah. you something then and maybe this is like does it bother you then when i'm like i'm manifesting our dream house because no not at all no i like it. sometimes well because you know you talk about some of this and 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 the more i think about it but like because part of it is out of our control, you know, which a lot of things are out of your control. But when I think about like manifesting my career or manifesting stronger relationships, uh, I'm just thinking of like some things that are on my vision board. <laughs> but a lot of those feel like I can identify the steps to get there. And I can identify what's out of my control and I can identify what barriers I might run into. And, but then with like this house hunting thing, I've created the vision board. Yeah. I've done the whole like walking through the neighborhoods and visualizing my life and, you know, um, and dreaming and talking to the universe. And so some of the things you talk about, like, what am I supposed to learn from like not finding our house yet you know it's been almost a year am I supposed to learn that a house is not going to solve my problems you know a house it doesn't matter where we live like we create our home 
wherever we are. Am I supposed to learn the power of patience? Am I supposed to learn the importance of being flexible? Am I supposed to learn that I can't control everything and that maybe like what my vision is isn't exactly what is supposed to be and that I should be not fixated on like a picture of what our house or our lifestyle looks like, but more like the idea and the feeling? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I think that, I do think it's, I think, I think the world is your oyster. I don't, I don't want to like sound that I don't, I, uh, how do I say this? Like, I, I love that you have a vision for what you want. And I think that, I don't think that the universe is out there like conspiring or punishing (laughs) you or like, oh, you need to, you need to learn this. I, when I say like, I have some things to learn, Mm -hmm. I do think it's in direct relation to what I am actively calling in for myself and for myself I am actively calling in I want to feel grounded and at Mm -hmm. peace I want to feel like I want to know my self-worth and I want to take up space in this world as myself like those are the these like more internal things that I'm manifesting and I feel like in response to that the universe is kind of showing me where Okay, you want that. this, you're not, okay, this is where you have work mm-hmm. to do. Whereas when you're calling in, like, a house, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Yeah. There's nothing wrong different. with that. We're material beings, right? right? And well, you deserve like, to have a home that you feel safe and in a neighborhood yeah. that you love. And, a, and where our dogs can just yeah. be dogs. Like, that's the thing is it's more than a, a, a material. Because, I mean, it, part of it is, right? I'm like, I want a Spanish-style house with black pane windows. Like, it is kind of materialistic if you think about it. Which is fine, Which right? is fine. But there's more to it where it's like, you're right, I do. I want a space where my kid can go ride his bike and feel safe. Yeah. I want a spot where our dogs can, like, be animals and yeah. run in the backyard. And where, as a family, like, we can bring people into our space to gather. Right. Yeah, I think that those are, like actually great questions to ask yourself is like why do you want this yeah oh why yeah. do you want why do you want the spanish house and if it's like oh yeah yeah because yeah. of the way you like the style and the aesthetic yeah. of it there's nothing wrong with that okay. like w- we get yeah. to have what, choice yeah yeah but then sometimes i do feel like i'm so nitpicky and specific and attached to an outcome and luke's even told me this he's like you get so attached to the outcome that like I think what I take away from it is that I need to be flexible either in the process to get there or I need to realize that it's not necessarily the outcome and more of the feeling. So can I still be, get that feeling of love and grounding, like feeling grounded in a space and connected in my relationships in a house that is not a Spanish style house? Yeah. Okay. So then maybe like you can be flexible in that maybe it is in a neighborhood that you want and you get all those other qualities if you will of like what this house will bring but it's not gonna be spanish (laughs) (laughs) no i'm i feel like i'm overthinking it i don't know i mean i think i think a good practice would be like uh this is like figuring out what you want how you want to feel why you want these certain things and just be really honest about it and then i don't want to live in a cookie cutter house that's part of it yeah i don't want to live in a house that looks like, like everyone else's house uh, individualistic you want to like express yourself yeah. through your house but where does that come from too like why do I feel the need to be so different was it because I've been told to be so much like you know what yeah, I like I, I mean, feel like it just traces yeah. back like there's 
so much more to this. The more I think about, like, there's just a lot to it. Like, why are there certain neighborhoods that I don't want to be in, even though they are safe and great family ones? Oh, it's because I grew up in those areas. Why don't I want to live in? You know, it's just, it's so deep. <laughs> but we are complex humans. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it seems, sounds to me like there's just a little bit of work around yeah. surrender for you. Okay. And like Thank maybe you. That's also, what, yeah, I think so too. Maybe enjoying this process and letting the universe, perhaps, and I say universe, whatever, God, whatever you believe in. Yeah, whatever. Um, would surprise you? Like, what if there's something even better? What yeah. if something shows up and it's not Spanish, but it is like everything else? Would yeah. you be able to let go of the yes. Spanish aspect yes. of it? Yeah. Which is funny you say that because they're Lauren who she's just she's a higher being she has special powers i'm convinced she's told me before she's like i had a meditation you were in it and we we're at your house and it was like this big white kitchen and it was a little bit further out than where you guys want to be but like i don't know she's like take it for what you will i love yeah. how lauren goes she's like, take yeah. it for what you will who knows what yeah. it could be mean nothing right. um but yeah i thank you for that because i do think that there is something that I'm supposed to learn right now through this, which is so silly. Like in my head, I'm like, this is silly. It's house hunting. You're supposed to learn a lesson through this. But I have, I do think surrender is a big part yeah. of it. Like That's control. Are you totally controlling? Not totally. you are not controlling, but no, like but yeah. wanting to control. And what does that come from? Yeah. That's fear, oh, right? Totally. Oh. Gosh, this is like a whole nother. We should yeah. have a podcast. I'm going to write it on my cup of ideas. Did you know that's what I've been writing no. on this cup? I this like cup it, that's like going to leak. <laughs> I just realized it's, it's gone pretty soft. <laughs> it's a little limp. Think about limp biscuit. For <laughs> it's a limp cup. Um, what do we say? Surrender. Yeah. Control. Correct. Control. No, that's something that comes up for me quite frequently. But I do want to go back to, because I think that for a lot of people who think of this idea of like manifestation, I, I believe it. And what I'm understanding you to say too, manifest, manifestation is very powerful and we've done it as a team. We write our manifestation letters the beginning of the year, open them up the next year. And I think for someone who's like new to this, maybe talking about like, what is that? I wanna know like, what does that look like in your life? When you are, man what are maybe some things that you're manifesting? You've shared a little bit, mm -hmm. but like, what are some things you're manifesting in your life? And what is the act of manifestation look like that you practice? Mm -hmm. I always ask so yeah, many questions. I feel in like one. it just would be. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm really, I really love to be magnetic. That work mm -hmm. it has been really like transformative. Tell people for about me. that. Like, what, what is it? What is that work? If people aren't familiar, um, I mean, it really is about getting back to your whole worthy, authentic mm -hmm. self that we were all born onto this planet mm -hmm. as, and. So there's just, it's it's very deep work. It's, there's a lot of, like, inner child healing and um, shadow work. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really about uh, unblocking those limiting beliefs mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. the programming, like re neuroplasticity, like the idea that our brains, that we can change, that we're not just beings that are, you learn a thing and then that's who you are it used to be that I mean even psychologists well maybe I'm speaking out of turn I don't know if that's true but people would often say you can't change like you know mm. can't teach an old 
an old dog new tricks. Yeah. And that's just or like people can't change. Yeah. Like you hear that sometimes. If you're dating Always. someone, they're like, they're not going to change. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's not true. Like we do have the power mm-hmm. to change our actual brains. Yes. We can change the pathways and our habits and our personalities and we can reprogram we can heal those yeah. wounds from childhood and the what we were taught as children mm-hmm. what were our norms so really it, for me it's like manifestation is about yeah like healing and mm-hmm. um ho- like really those limiting beliefs and knowing my worth and so I do a lot of meditation and then I'll write out like what Mm. I want in life and for me a big piece of it which has been really hard is uh, just acknowledging what I want I have a really hard time just even being honest about the fact that I actually Katie has wants and needs like that's not how I grew up it was like Mm. You know, I've said this before. My dad was narcissistic and my mom was just unplugged because mm-hmm. of that trauma, I think. And I I just learned to be kind of needless mm-hmm. and just like go with the flow, mm-hmm. the path of least resistance. I didn't have a lot of opinions because my you really couldn't have opinions with my dad. It was black and white. And, mm-hmm. um, but I've really carried that into adulthood without even realizing it even into my marriage. So it's like mm. being in your mid <laughs> beginning in middle age and like realizing, holy shit, I don't even know. I really don't even know what I want. Mm-hmm. So that has been a whole process well, for me yeah. to like really just like be brave enough to wait, I do have wants and needs and it it seems so simple, but that has been a really hard journey for me to just reclaim my deservingness. Mm. Mm. So I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah. No, I think it totally did. And I think that what you talked about is, an, is well, yeah, and thank you for sharing that too. I always think that like sharing specific like scenarios, if you will, or where we're at, like that's a lot of vulnerability and opening up about like where you're at in your journey and rather than just stating like, here's a step program. Mm-hmm of how to get to where you want to go like I think it's really nice for people to know like what that looks like and it's a process right I think it's a like this whole experience of us living on this earth and being able to you know this vessel that we're living experiencing life or our souls are li- experiencing life in like we're on this earth to maybe l- to learn something you mm-hmm. know and to grow and I think you could totally get into that you know if it's like past lives lessons you're supposed to learn or that that you didn't learn and I think for someone like I'm very analytical mm-hmm. and very like I need a step-by-step like what is what does this look like so when I was researching this and it was coincidental I had gotten this I don't know November I don't know but it's understanding mental health Uh, magazine and when I opened it up today because I was just going to cut things out from my vision board (laughs) I opened up and it was manifestation meets science and so I think it kind of talks about with what you're talking about where there's this visualization but you even took it a step further than what they talked about and I think the underlying is like navigating self and what you want and what you're supposed to learn and like coming into your higher highest highest power of of you 
Mm-hmm. Highest yeah. version of highest self. Highest version maybe? of self. Yeah. And, you know, it says, someone says this, a dream without, or a vision without a, a plan is just a dream. Like, you know, you're just dreaming something happening. And this says the same thing, basically, like, if you don't have a, ro- a road map, a goal is just a fantasy. And so this, it's actually a really interesting article. I skimmed it, but I don't know. It talks about neuroplasticity, too, and how we can, like, the power of the power of thought and um but talking about like these steps and their first one is like create an action plan but i like what you're talking about here and it's just or maybe you create the action plan first and then along i don't know hold on i'm processing this as we go but like they talk about creating your action plan recognizing the positive and this is their neuroplasticity dealing with the bad turning to the good and that's not just being like toxic positivity but it's like identifying okay where is the negative in this? Like, what kind of hurdles will I run into? Which is also part of this setting sub goals, so smaller goals. Are you raising your hand? Tell me. Well, I just wanted <laughs> to pipe in because yeah. I was just thinking, like, having a plan to me is so great. But, like, yes. for example, for mm. me, like, I want, I always talk about, like, I want to be a writer. Yeah. I don't, but having that plan for me is not enough. Because there's right. something within me that is a limiting belief or like a, there is a block there for me personally yeah. that keeps me like a fear or like a, yeah, a limiting belief yeah. that I now see like I have to deal with that yeah. before I can execute any sort of plan. And so. It's like, did the chicken come before the egg or yeah. did the egg come before the right. chicken? Because I mean, you could be somebody that really pushes through. Like, Brandon, my husband, and maybe you're like this. No. Could be, like, have a limiting belief and, like, whatever. I, I Has that ability to push through. No, but you have to work through, through that, through. though. But you have to work through that limiting belief to push through. I believe. I think you're just going to continue to hit closed doors. Yeah. Or you're going to skip past a step that you needed to. It's like, okay, in my mind... You're trying to get from point A to point B. And let's say it's Cinderella. You're trying to go to the ball. Yeah. You can't just skip to the pumpkin carriage without, like, getting your dress first. You know, like, you can't go to the ball naked. No. You can't just be like, oh, I have nothing to wear. I'm just going to go anyways. I mean, maybe you can. Hello, new age Cinderella going nudie <laughs> to the ball. You know, but it's like there's steps you have to take. And this is part. I mean, the next one is anticipate obstacles. And I would say obstacles are limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so... Like, I think what you're saying is you have to deal with your limiting belief and obstacles before you can set a plan. But, like, how do you – but maybe you don't know what those are until, like, you set yeah. a plan. Right. But yeah. maybe you already do. Like, you have the self-awareness. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that they can – Right. Like, Swip swap. They can be a hen or, or a chicken or an egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think, I think there's so many and then – Oh, wait, but then this one says account for negativity bias. Don't let negativity bias suck you into tunnel vision. Like, you got to cope with the bad. You got to cope with the limiting beliefs. So I think it's all, I think these could maybe be a little bit out of order. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think there's like, it's not linear. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's articles. I'm going to read it again and not skim it because I think a lot of times what holds us back is this like negativity bias like a limiting belief and this kind of talks about 
Do you feel, can I ask you something? Sure. Do you feel like this is something you fall into? So this says, we have a brain that is automatically designed by evolution to do five things. First, we scan for bad news. Second, we focus on it, thinking of obsessing over a vague comment from your boss, for example. Third, we overreact to it. The brain reacts to pain more than to pleasure, and we react more to bad news than good news. Fourth, we overlearn from negative experiences, so you're more likely to remember a negative comment than like a compliment about yourself. And then fifth, these negative experiences make the brain more sensitive to negativity. Is that something that you feel like? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think probably life? everybody does that. I think, I mean, I do think that is the brain. Yeah. And that, or, and the ego. The ego's main job is just to keep us safe and, safe to and keep, protected. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the status quo. So that's where it's like really st- being able to have that mindfulness to step back and, like, am I, what is this negative thing that's happening? Is this thing true? What is this, what am I making this mean about myself? Yeah. And then choosing, have, making that choice to not go down that rabbit hole that your right. ego wants to go down because it's the safer right. route, but to. It's the like, path of least resistance. Yeah. Well, and I like this too because I think a lot of times you think of optimism, now it's gotten this name as like toxic positivity. But optimism is the generalized expectation that more good things will happen than bad versus if something can go wrong for me, it will. So it's like you are aware that something, some things can go wrong and likely something will, but you're optimistic that when that comes up, you have the tools and resources or you will scope out the tools and resources to cope with it. Yeah. I mean, I think we always have a choice, right? Yeah, to absolutely. Be optimistic yes. or pessimistic, but it is about retraining our brains. I think to yeah. not just go down the rabbit hole of of negativity, which is like brings in the somatic work, like bringing mm. our nervous systems back online, yes. doing exercises. I just saw somebody on Instagram that was saying when you're having like an anxiety attack to put your finger in your ear, like just at the lower, Ooh, where know. your lobe is. And yeah. Down, like, and, and then down. just pull down. It has to do with your vagus okay. nerve. And hold that, but not uncomfortably. Okay, I'm gonna try that the next time. Yeah. I learned to try to spell a word. Like okay. whatever word pops up in your mind, because it like takes your mind yeah. elsewhere. Okay. But I, I'm gonna try this. Yeah, you should. And on that note, I think that's a great place to stop for this week. We will see you all next week as we pick up the second part of this conversation, talking all things manifestation. Bye. Thanks for being a part of our community and listening to this episode of the Women's Podcast. If you found this episode brought value to your life, share it with the Women's who empowers you. While you're at it, help other women us find this podcast by giving it a like, subscribing, and leaving a review. Until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others, and we'll see, see you at the next episode of the Women Us Podcast. podcast.